What's good, Wizards fans? Welcome to the Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, with my guy, Brandon Scott. Wizards lost to the Thunder on Friday night, 127-110. We're going to talk about why they lost that game and how they lost it. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Brandon, so that game, it was an awful game to watch. The Wizards lost 127-110 against the Thunder. Um, what was your biggest reason for the loss on, for the loss on Friday night? I just want to thank you guys for making a lot of Wizards your first lesson every day. We're free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Oh, man. <laughs> Ugly game, man. Ugly game. Um, I, if I had to pinpoint one thing, it would be turnovers. 20 turnovers. Anytime you commit 20 turnovers, you're going to, chances are, lose that game. And they capitalized off of it. 32 points off turnovers. So they definitely capitalized. The zone, again, it felt like we were befuddled by the zone. They just they dared us to shoot and it showed we were back to you know, we came back down to earth. We shot 29%. So three-point shot wasn't there. Turnover, sl- sloppy basketball, you know, a lot of sloppy basketball. A fast break, you know, they they sped the pace on us. And we just, you know, defensively, we've had issues with transition defense all season long and communication on the defensive end, and it showed we, you know, we just couldn't. We just couldn't transition D. We just they capitalized 16 points off of fast break points. So this is just man, this was a winnable game, and it's just <laughs> I, sloppy basketball. They just they the ball movement was very sloppy. Again, you know, you know, we've been saying how a lot of their passes are choreographed, you know, and they're slow passes, they're choreographed passes. You know, Oklahoma City, they did their their homework, they really did because. This was really a coaching loss, too, in my opinion, because the, the, the coach for the um, the Thunder, he he did his homework. He really did because, number one, Rui, um, five points, he shot six for nine from the field, over one from three. So if you look at Rui's play style, the fact that he is such a score-first, ball-dominant player, they capitalized on him. They they dared him to shoot. They, they got in his face. Denny struggled also, uh, four points off the bench. So looking at this bench lineup, Will the Thrill was the best player on the bench. I know it's been a while since we've heard that, but, you know, Will the Thrill, 14 points, 5 for 8 from the field, 2 for 5 from the 3. So, Will Barton showed up. You know, he got playing minutes. Now, I don't know how much is is the team showcasing him for a trade because, as you know, with that salary, you know, he he could be a salary filler in a, a potential trade. But looking at the starting unit, you know, Morris, 10 points. Uh, Kispert, again, underwhelming, 7 points. You know, he's got he's got to step up. He really has to be that another score on the on the first unit for this team. Uh, Kuzma, twenty three points, efficient. You know he shot 50 percent uh, from the field, two from five from three. So Kuzma did show up tonight. Uh, KP not his best shooting night. You know he struggled. He was, I believe it was three from eleven from the field. He did contribute fourteen points, ten boards. So he did get the rebounds, but he just he struggled. His his shot did struggle tonight. And Gav, fifteen points, nine rebounds, but you know he did have his struggles tonight. So overall. Again, we say this a lot. This was a team loss. This sloppy basketball. They have to show up the sloppy basketball because when you go against these teams that are trying to contend, they're going to capitalize off of these turnovers. And Oklahoma City, they did their homework tonight. This was a coaching win as it must as it was a win for their players. Definitely. Um, yeah, SGA, he had another night that he always has against the Wizards, 30 points. We talked about how he, you know, beat us the last game with that game winner. Um, 30 points again against the Wizards. Um, the Thunder, they just look like they have more energy. 
they they came out, they punched us in the mouth. You know, guys were in headbands, and you know, I don't have anything. Rue was wearing a headband. I think Kuz was wearing a headband. Somebody else who doesn't normally wear a head, like the, you know, I, I just think the team they, they came out, the Wizards came out kind of loose and lackadaisical. Um, they just came out slow and the thunder, they were running and gunning. Jalen Williams, um, he he was running the floor, getting easy baskets. Giddy was pushing the pace, SGA pushing the pace. They're Lou Dort. Um, they just look more athletic than us. They look like they wanted it more. Um, they look like the more athletic team, the more physical team for sure. Like you said, turnovers were terrible. We had 20 turnovers, losing the ball. We don't, we just don't know how to play against a zone. Uh, we struggled against the zone the whole year. Wes, uh, he doesn't know how to beat his own or call plays to beat his own. We just struggle with that. Um, I thought they did a good job against Porzingis, too. They were physical with Porzingis. Uh, one guy, uh, it wasn't Muscala, but it was another guy. I think it was Kenrick Williams. He blocked uh, Porzingis' shot. And Porzingis didn't even play. In, I don't know, he barely played in the fourth quarter. I don't think he played the whole fourth quarter at all. You know, Wes just took with Gaff because uh, they they just took – I thought I got to send my cap to the Thunder. I thought they did a good job against Porzingis. And I thought this was a game where – uh, Porzingis should have went out there and dominated. Should have had you know 20, 25, 30 points. You know, Miscala six eleven. They they just the Thunder don't have any bigs really over what six eleven at all on the roster. And I was like, hey, you know, this is a game where Porzingis should dominate. But overall, from a team standpoint, yeah, they just came out like day lackadaisical and slow. Um, whatever turnover we had, the Thunder they capitalized and they ran. And uh, whenever we missed shots, you know, poor so- if we had poor shot selection. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Thunder went out and they and they ran too. They they were killing us on the boards too. Um, Dort was killing us on the boards. Um, the Thunder they only the the stats only show eleven re- offensive rebounds, but they definitely got some offensive boards when they needed them. Uh, we struggled from the three point line, seven for twenty four, uh, and we tried to come back in the end, but of course it's too late. You know we always do that. We'll get down and by twenty, and then we try to come back. And it's just way too late. We were down by 27 at, at one point. So it was a it was a tough watch. It was a really hard game to watch. Uh like I think Gaff had one of his better games, 15 and 9. Um Porzingis struggled three for eleven from the field. Uh Corey Kispert, you know, he gave effort seven points. Kuzma 23 points. Uh Rui struggled, had one of his had one of his, you know, worst nights of the season so far. Uh Will Barton, like you said, he was on one bright spot, but you know. I'm not going to say it was garbage time or garbage minutes, but um, when he came in, yes, he did provide somewhat of a spark. Um, but of course, it ended up being a blow. Did he struggle too? Uh, he had two turnovers, four points. Um, he couldn't really get in the rhythm going. DeLon Wright, he had some effort, nine points. Jordan Good was, was one of the few guys that showed energy, you know, kind of yelling and showed some fire, trying to get on the ground for some steals, had four assists, two steals. You know, he had one steal, DeLon Wright had two steals. And I thought Jordan Good would try to get on the floor and die for some loose basketballs. And that's the only positive really I took away was probably Jordan Goodwin and Will Barton played well in the second half where, you know, he can showcase for a trade. Um, so, so maybe some other teams are watching where his, his trade value could go up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I think they need to go, go ahead and retire the headbands, man. Cause I don't think it's working, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but it, it was an ugly win. It, I, I, ugly loss. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, it was just, it was a team loss, you know, the sloppiness, you know, I, I I feel like sometimes we play down and we, we, we've been guilty for that for a lot. You know, last season we were guilty for that. You know, many, I mean, we play down to opponents, you know, we, we look good against contending teams. You know, when we played Philly and other contending teams, we played well, but we often play down to these opponents. Look, this is a winnable game. You know, they don't have any real threat in the paint. So the fact that KP had, well, I, th- I can tell you why he struggled because he relies way too much on that jump shot. 
way too much on the jump shot. You know, he's 7'3". He's your jump shot should not be your first weapon. Now, if it's available, if you have that shot, take it. But it feels to me he's very fast as far as pulling that trigger on the jump shot. And it, and it shows. When he's having an off-shooting night, it shows. But like you said, Gaff, I mean, I think I feel like Gaff has been playing very well. I, th- I feel a lot better going into the offseason with him being here on an extension because he shows energy in the paint. Now, he can't, he, you know, he does tend to get into foul trouble. But, I mean, 15, bo- uh, 15 points, nine boards. So, I and like you said, Barton showed up. I mean, I definitely think he's going to be a salary filler. I don't think he's going to be here past the deadline. I think they're going to give him minutes to show teams what he can do. And, he's you know, he can be a spark plug off the bench when he's on. But when he's off, he is off. So, I mean, it's not much really good to say about this game, man, because it's just it was a very ugly game, man. So, yeah, um, looking over stats, real quick, team stats. I mean, 48% for field goal, but for three-point shot, field, uh, free throws. Again, mm-hmm. struggle with free throws. You know, 27 for 36. Not, not, you know, we lost by, what, 17? So that's nine points right there. That's a closer game. I mean, you have to really start hitting these free throws. You cannot miss that many free throws. I mean, you're not going to hit them all. I get it. But. We're bad for missing free throws, and we're bad for missing clutch free throws. Uh, rebound, we actually out-rebounded them, uh, 46-41. But assists, 38-21, to 21, we were down. You get, And in the show, this team, they their, their passing was fluid. They passed the ball well. And it just the zone continues to be an issue for us. We we have we are on the moon when it comes to the zone, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean because they're challenging us, our guys to shoot. And we're not a good three-point shooting team. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, that that's how you beat us, even with this tall lineup. You know, we got exposed tonight. You know, OKC exposed us because all they did was say, hey, go ahead, shoot. Because, it had, you know, both of us have said it time and time again, man, that the best way you beat a zone is fluid passing, fast passing. And we are very slow in passing. We choreograph passing. And when our, when our, when the ball movement is poor, very often than not, we lose that game. So, yeah, I, 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 that's about all I got for this game, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they didn't move the ball a lot. Only 21 assists and the Thunderhead 30. Um the Thunder had 32 points off turnovers. We had nine. So that's a big difference right there. And we gave them 66 points in the paint. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the game, and then we'll do a preview and probably look at the next couple of games uh, for the week, and then we'll wrap it up. But before we do get to that, this episode is brought to you by TurboTax. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of, uh, box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Not, sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. With the TurboTax 100% expert guarantee, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more into it. Turbo tax, full service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guarantee t- details at TurboTax.com/slash/guarantees. All right. Um. So I mean, the only th- thing left I have to say is you know, build in play. He's gonna he's gonna miss the he's gonna miss three games, is what the Washington Wizards have said. He's gonna miss three games, and that was one of the three games that he's gonna miss. And then they're gonna reevaluate. So I would definitely take my time with Bill. I wouldn't you know rush him back per se or. You know, maybe you have to let him sit out for two weeks and really see um, and just, you know, take <clears throat> excuse me, take this slow because you don't want him to come back again and it re aggravates another, you know, the hamstring because first it's both hamstrings have been injured this year. So, you know, we don't want him to come back a little too early and then 
it flares up again and he's got to sit out even longer. So, um, but yeah, I mean, cause I know we talk about whether they're better without or better with or with, without bill. And this is one of the games where it's kind of like, you know, they struggle with or without him, you know, um, they did go on a lose streak without him too. Uh, but you know, sometimes some, there are some nights where they have looked better without him. I'm not going to lie. And there's some nights where you can kind of see where, Hey, they could have used him. They could have used his scoring like on Friday night for sure. Um, when they when, when they couldn't score, they went on a scoring drought for like three minutes at one time, where they just couldn't buy a basket. And like you said, with the zone, yeah, it's like a Rubik's cube. When they look at the zone, they look like they look confused, like they've never seen it before. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, this, they got to figure it out, man. Because look, this is the blueprint of how to beat this team, even with this taller lineup. You know, teams they know to throw the zone at us, they dare us to shoot. And when you're not a good three point shooting team. That's it. <laughs> you know, the, the ball movement has to be more fluid. You got to show up the sloppiness. Um, one more thing I'd like to see from this lineup would be Morris out right in. I'd like to see DeLon Wright get some starts. I think that his defense at the point guard position could help. Monte just, he does what he can, but he just, he ain't at a starting point guard. He's just not it, man. I'm a big fan of Monte Morris, but not as a starter, but. Yeah, I mean, that's about all I got for the game, man. I mean, it's really the, the tail of the tape, like in boxing, man. You know, anytime you commit 20 turnovers and the team scores 32 points off of it, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. So it, it comes down to sloppy basketball, and that's what caused us the game tonight or the game that night. So, mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, speaking of boxing, um, Bradley Bill, he tweeted tank with exclamation points that I know a lot of people were like, oh my goodness, yes, we want to tank. That's what we're talking about. But no, he was actually tell he was tweeting about the boxer, <coughs> excuse me, Javante Tank Davis. Oh All man, right, the, um, the the Wizards Nation had a spasm when that thing went out, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll move on to the Pelicans. The Wizards do play the Pelicans on Monday night at home. Looking at the rest of the schedule coming up this week too. They do have a home stand. They do play the Bulls at home on Wednesday. The Knicks at home on Friday. The Warriors are home on Monday. So the next four games are at home. The Wizards do play better at home. They shoot the ball better at home. Um, what are your thoughts on the Pelicans? Zion's out for a little bit. Brandon Ingram has been out. Um, they've had a couple guys out. I want to say C.J. McCollum did not play against the Mavericks uh, the other night. Yeah, this is the, the Pelicans starting lineup was Herbert Jones, Najee Marshall, Valachunas, Jose Alvarado, and Trey Murphy. That was their starting five. Garrett Temple, the former Wizard, did play. Uh, against the Mavericks. The Pelicans lost 117 to 127 to the Mavericks. Um, Willie Hernan Gomez, Jackson Hayes, Devontae Graham, Kyra Lewis Jr., uh, Dyson Daniels, the rookie. Um, he had zero points, 0 for 6 from the field, 0 for 4 from the three-point line uh, against the Mavericks their last game. And they got Darion Seaborn on that roster. What are your thoughts about the Pelicans and uh, keys to victory? You know, a part of me wants to say this is a winnable game, but I wouldn't sleep on them. I would not sleep on them. Yeah, they're without Zion, they're without Brandon Ingram, which are big losses for the Pelicans. But, you know, and he was kind of waiting, seeing whether CJ plays. But Trey Murphy, look, he ain't no scrub. <laughs> I mean, you know, Herbert Jones ain't no scrub. Valachunas is a Wizards killer. You know, this they could very easily win this game. I mean, because they have, you know, Dyson Daniels. I'm very interested to see how Kisper plays against Dyson Daniels because I'm assuming they're probably going to start him at the two. And, and, you know, they and really you don't know because they have a lot of players like we do that can play multiple positions. You know, looking at Trey Murphy and um, Herbert Jones. So, yeah, I wouldn't sleep. They can they can play some basketball. I mean, this is still a a, a lineup that can that can beat you. So, um, keys of victory. Uh, I already mentioned one. I want to see how Kisper plays against Dyson Daniels. I want to see how our guys play against the their reserve guys. 
because he, you know, CJ plays. Oh, man, that, that's a tough matchup for Monte because <laughs> CJ, you know, he, he can play some ball, man, and he's a shooter. You know, I know he spent most of his career at the two, but with playing him at the at the point guard has worked for New Orleans. So, uh, keys to victory one is team basketball. Getting back to team basketball, we got to play as a team. You know, no ISO, ball movement has to be fluid. Team basketball, playing as a team, that that would be one factor that would get us to win tonight. Or not, 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 not tonight. Look at me. Um, two, man, I part of me wants to say shoot better three points, but that ain't gonna happen. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> team basketball is big. You know, I'm gonna reiterate two, um, team defense, man, rotating, communicating, getting back in transition, you know, really get an attitude. Look. We have too many nice guys on this team. We were just talking about it, man. Way too many nice guys. We need, we need to bring the dog out. You know, we need a team full of Jordan Goodwins. Get, get an attitude, man. Start talking trash. You know, really, you know, get tough, man. You know, I know this is this game. I'm going to bring up a couple of examples, man, with this, uh, the loss versus OKC. Um, Denny was bad for it. You know, not taking charges. Letting people slide through the lane and, and, and scared of contact. Nah, man, you know. You, you're gonna have to take some contact. You're gonna have to take some charges, man. You know, you're gonna have to sacrifice. That that is defense. That is that dog, man. We needed that. We don't need guys who are gonna be scared to get contact, man. You know, or when you go in for a layup, you're you're, you're going for finesse. Nah, go in there like you like you're getting paid to do it. Get in there, man. You know, <laughs> I mean it's just we, we gotta stop with the choir boy stuff, man. You know, we gotta bring this dog out in our players, man, to get nasty because you know that that is half the battle. Attitude, you know, that's how you win games like this. So I'm gonna cut it to two. Those are the two keys of victory for me. I want to see offensively, I want to see fluid ball movement. On the defensive end, I want it all. You know, we need to get back in transition. Stop lollygagging. You know, we these guys need to know their assignments on the defensive end. You know, there shouldn't be no surprises who you're guarding. You know, no mismatches. You know, really get into people's faces and make shots harder for this team. Because like I said, New Orleans without Zion and without Brandon Ingram is still a dangerous team. You know, Herbert Jones, can he can play. You know, CJ, he can play. Valachunas. Time and time again, Cooks is all the time. So, yeah, th those will be my keys to victory. Yeah, transition defense was definitely a problem against the Thunder. Um, like you said, you know, they – the Wizards are a finesse team. They don't play with a lot of physicality. Uh, they are a bunch of nice guys. We do need a mean streak. We do need to find an identity with this team. I still don't think we really have an identity at all. Um, just looking at some of the numbers from the Pelicans, they're a good defensive team. I know Zion's out. You know, maybe he's a part of why, why their defense is so good. Valanchunas is a guy that will push you around. Um, so Gafford's got to be ready. Porzingis got to be ready. There's times, like you said, Denny stepped out of the way. But, yeah, Porzingis has stepped out of the way. You know, Giannis was just, you know, Giannis is a madman. But at the same time, I did see Porzingis kind of just, just get out of the way and try to just fall down and take a little charge, you know, kind of just half-hearted, not really stepping up and trying to take a charge. Um, so yeah, Valentinus, he's a guy that will push you around and he can, he can mess around and get, you know, 20 and 20 on you and he can shoot the three. So it's a tough matchup for them. But like you said, uh, I agree with transition, um, transition defense. Um, they got to cut down on the turnovers. They were just careless with the basketball. 20 turnovers is inexcusable. It's unacceptable. Um, the selection wasn't good and they got to move the ball more. Um, Kuzma Porzingis, I don't care if they're having a good or bad night. They got to move the ball. Um, and guys got to be ready. I think they're going to play zone two. If CJ McCollum plays, they got to find ways to stop him because when Zion doesn't play, he usually puts up, you know, 25, 30 points. Uh, so he's going to be a tough matchup too. So shot selection and ball movement and getting back on defense are definitely going to be keys. And obviously, you know, free throws and, um, you know, finishing the game for sure. So um, 
but yeah, we can go to our prediction for the game and, and prediction for the next three three games, uh, four games at home. But we're gonna get a quick word from Brandon. Yes, sir. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all of the fat and calories? Then you try to gotta try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays. I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. Yeah, if you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste, then man, I got just a thing for you. You gotta try Built. With Built. Healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bar so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these Bilt, but these bars taste like candy bars while maintaining amazing macros. And, that, and what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein for you guys who lift. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering your Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to the nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our Hit Flavors uh, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. Built Bar. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. Now make your second listen game to game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game Today covers every game from across the NBA. With local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Dame on Locked On NBA. Available on Aussie app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. So, my prediction. Man, <laughs> because <laughs> I thought we were going to blow out Oklahoma City. You saw that went. But then I also thought that Dallas was going to be my commanders, man. And you saw how that went. So I don't know, man. <laughs> um, uh, I think this is going to be a close one. Uh, I think we pulled out four-point win. It's going to be 104-100. Um, yeah, it was a good win by the commanders. I'm happy that they won. It's always good when we beat Dallas. I know the rivalry is kind of dying down for sure, but I'm happy. Sam looked good. You know, I won't talk too much about the commanders, but it was a good win. I'm happy that we beat Dallas. As always, um, seeing their fans leave the stadium super early, get up out of FedEx field. We don't want you guys there. But uh, um, <laughs> I, ha- I have us winning this one. Uh, we were both wrong about the Thunder game. The Pelicans are a good team. Trey Murphy, he's a good young uh, prospect. You know, this is his second year in the league. Najee Marshall can play too. Um, Jose Alvarado, Jonas Valanciunas. Um, they're not big names. They're all guys that, you know, don't usually start when Zion's there and Brandon Ingram's there. Um, but they're all good players. Larry Nance Jr., I don't know if he's going to play or not. They got a lot of guys that are just, you know, kind of in and out of the lineup right now. Um, but I think the Wizards win at home. They shoot the ball better at home for some reason. You know, of course, you know, they, they're just used to shooting at home. I think I just think for, um, not Verizon Center, but whatever it's called right now, Capital One Arena, it's the, the stadium's brighter. That might be one reason why they shoot better. I, I don't know why, but they just shoot better at home. Um, I, I got them winning this one, too. I think it's going to be close. Um, the spread is one and a half. I got them winning probably, yeah, like 110 to 107. I think they win this game. I think Porzingis plays better. Kuzma plays better. Um, I think Rui has a good game off the bench, too. Yeah, look, Val Junior's going, he's going to try Gap, man. He you know, whoever plays him, whether it's KP or Gap, he's going to try him because he, he's a known Wizards killer and he's tough in the paint. So, you know, I definitely want to see. I'm gonna go ahead and add that to another key to the victory. Um, I want to see Gaff. I want to see some dog out of Gaff that, in that center position. I want to see him really get an attitude about Chunas. I really do. But yeah, I, I think this is a winnable game. 
And I know, I know we see that against the Thunder. <laughs> but, you know, but it, it's definitely a winnable game. Now, we have to take advantage of their, you know, the guys being out. Because Brandon Ingram, that's a big loss. Because, I mean, with mm-hmm. him playing, that's that guy. Zion, too. Oh, man, Zion. I mean, so, you know, it's definitely – I don't want to say it's a blessing to hurt, man. You know, I don't want to say that. But, <laughs> but it's definitely a good thing for us. But uh. – so yeah, it's it's a winnable game, but it's gonna be it's gonna be a tight one. So yeah, I stand by it's gonna be 100, 104, 100. So um going into this homestand, because we are we're actually going into a four-game homestand. Um, if you would do a win-loss record, what would yours be for this homestand? Um, I'm pulling the schedule up right now. Um Bulls, Knicks, Warriors. Um I'm gonna say we lose to the Bulls and we beat the Knicks and Warriors. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say we go three and one. Great minds think alike. That's that's what I'm rolling with. I'm three and one. I think Chicago is a winnable game. Now Golden State, we, we all know how they roll, man. That's gonna be a mm-hmm. hard one, man. Yeah. And you know, with, and they always have more fans in the building <laughs> than we do when they come into town. Yeah. So they got a lot of injuries too. Steph hasn't played in a while. Yeah. Ah man, kind of changed my mind a little bit. You know, it's. <laughs> It's tough to predict because, like you said, we thought that Oklahoma OKC was going to be a blowout, and they, you know they blew us out. So it's opposite day, but but yeah, I'm rolling with three and three and one. I think we can come out of this three one. Now, a quick question before we roll, as far as the outlook for the rest of the year, do you think that we get out of this hole before the deadline? Do you think that we are a 500 and above team at the deadline? No, I think we'll be either at 500 or, or below. Honestly. Yeah, so saying that, do you think that, and I know it's a little early, but, I mean, look, it's January, so <laughs> we're getting up there. Do you think that they are going to be buyers or sellers based off what you see right now and the potential going to the deadline? Uh, knowing Tommy Shepard and knowing Ted Leonis that they'll never, ever take, I think they'll be buyers. I think they want to bring in a guy like John Collins or, um, you know, they try to get Colin Sexton last year. They try to get Donovan Mitchell over the summer, allegedly. Um, so I, I think they're still going to try to get some guy. You know, they, they try to get Jay Crowder. They try to trade Rui for Jay Crowder. So I think Tommy Shepard, you know, he's trying to still make the play-in or playoffs, the postseason some way, somehow. Um, and that's what Ted wants. So I think they're going to try to make any move they can get. Maybe Colin Saxon, a point guard, Mike Conley, Fred Van, Fred Van Vliet, wh- whichever point guard that might be available at the deadline, I think they're going to try to trade for one. And then um, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to get Jay Crowder again. And then John Collins is definitely a guy I think that they're going to try and go get. Yeah, we talked about Collins before. Now, the only reason I see them making that move would be, you know, the fact that he signed for a multi-year contract. You have more stability at the position. But now I was, I was just wondering, man, because, you know, we're getting to that, that point. And if you look, you know, as we stand, we're 17 and 23. So if we go three and one, in this homestand, you're looking at a record of 2024. 20, so I think somewhat better trying to get out of this hole. But you know, like you said, it's just it's hypotheticals because they're going to try to surround Bill, and we all know that's what it does. Now we both agree that John Collins would be more of a lateral move. Now, if they add a point guard and John Collins, maybe we're cooking a little bit. You know, depending on who the point guard is. You know, Collins Sexton, he's not known to be a real defensive guy. You know, he's kind of a smaller guard who can score, but. You know, so and I was just, I was just wondering, man. Um, so definitely uh, appreciate everybody watching tonight, man. Definitely appreciate everybody. Um, 
close to 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. So definitely like, subscribe, comment below. Check out me and my dude, the real Ed Oliver, on Twitter and Instagram. Game days and off days too. We we chop it up, talk basketball and football for you commanders fans. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen today. Now make your second listen game today. Eastern Conference. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked On Game Today covers every game from across the Eastern Conference with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to the Game on Locked On Eastern Conference and NBA available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcast. And definitely appreciate everybody. I hope everybody had a blessed and safe weekend. And let's get this dub tomorrow night. Again, tomorrow night is 7 o'clock. We play the Pelicans. It's first game of a four-game homestand. So definitely everybody have a good night and peace. Oh, hail to the Commanders and Hail to the Wizards, baby. (laughs) Have a good night. Peace.